0: I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. Okay, so I wanna separate. The inclination of women is to strive for psychological intimacy, which is the integration or the zippering of two minds when you start to zipper them together. If you look at the watermark behind the intimacy pyramid, cognitive intimacy is not zippering yet. The purpose of cognitive intimacy is to develop the ability to listen very carefully to someone else's thoughts, ideas, etc., specifically about the future, without trying to integrate with it. Just listen to that. Sounds interesting. Okay, so if you're talking to a guy that's missing a tooth or two because he's been a hockey player for a long time, and you have no interest whatsoever in being in a relationship with a hockey player, but you're at lunch with the guy, you got another 30 minutes with him. Is it going to hurt anything to be very interested in what it's like to be a hockey player? Okay, so you just ask questions. You go, that sounds interesting. I would never do that, but is it fun to get your head smashed against the wall on a regular basis? And you go, yeah, love it. Okay, and it's fun. It's the only place in the world I can take out all my aggressions. I've always wanted to kill my mom. And so I just take it out on the hockey rink. So I always feel more purged when I'm killing people on the hockey rink. And you're like, wow. That is fascinating. Okay, now one of the reasons I'm really pushing this, okay, is because I'm trying to train the men to do the same thing with your ideas and thoughts and feelings, but you women go, so are we together on this? And I'm all, don't ask that, don't ask that. I've been thinking about the following ideas about how to raise our child, okay? And he's trying to validate your cognitive fight. Okay, great, huh? Yeah, great, huh? And then you women try to leap over to psychological intimacy and say, so are we on the same page? Don't do that, okay? Let him learn how to listen to you and validate you and learn how to listen and validate him. Because how many times does he say one of those dumb things that it's really, important that you correct him don't you know that hockey's not healthy for you and that part about your mom thing while you were talking i looked up a few therapists for you okay because i'm helpful like that so i'm getting myself involved in your psychology and i invited you into my psychology okay You know how obnoxious men can be like, can we skip all this and get in the bedroom? Can we skip all this and get in the bedroom? Okay, ladies, you're doing the same thing when you say, can we skip all this and get into the psychological intimacy? Okay, don't skip it. We got two more layers before we get to psychological intimacy. You have to be able to listen without integrating and you have to be able to talk without wanting and you will walk away going, I just don't feel connected. Good. Zippers aren't connected yet. You know you did it right if you don't feel connected. It seems like he talked about one thing and I talked about another. Uh huh. That's what cognitive intimacy is. We're not trying to be on the same page, we're not trying to connect. Okay. And then emotional intimacy is not trust building. So when we get to that, This is not the phase where we're building trust or repairing trust. All you're doing during emotional intimacy is learning how to listen and talk. Listen and talk. Because when we get to the really hard stuff, when you start zippering two brains together, it's like trying to hand drinks across from two locomotives that are going 85 miles an hour from each other. We're walking a line between giving feedback. So the way to keep it from being feedback is to start it with, I make it a rule to not get in boats that are sinking. So it's about my rules for me. I make it a rule to not get in boats like this. So you don't have to tell them, let's pretend they're smart for just a second. If he wants you in a boat and you just said, I make it a rule not to get in boats that are sinking. He can finish this the second half of the sentence said So let's see. So if, I want you to get in my boat I have to make sure it's not leaking and you can go if that's, that, if that's your choice if you'd like to spend time on that but you want to stay as far away as possible from anything that sounds like you're giving them instructions or feedback because I can stay on the dock I can stay over here I can. I love going out on boats it would be my first choice to be in a healthy and functional relationship that is my journey that I hope to go on and plan to go on at some point. But I do make it a rule to not get on boats. And the guy says, let's go for a three month cruise, and there's no food on the boat. Okay. I just have this little rule about no food on the boat thing. I know that's silly. Okay. So correctly communicated boundaries have nothing to do with him. Correctly communicated boundaries is a description of your chosen lifestyle and what you choose to have part of your journeys and your decisions. Let's jump into the future so we can give you some hope of what this all lays the foundation for, okay? So when we have a woman who's too flexible, the bridge that we're going to build is going to be wobbly. If we have a man who's too flexible, the bridge we're going to build is wobbly. The textbooks suggest that bendiness is needed in order to compromise. But when we get through psychological intimacy and into spiritual intimacy, all right, I like to use a physical intimacy metaphor to explain what we're going to do instead of compromise. Instead of compromise, there is a higher law. That we can discover if you have access to the words of the prophets okay it's really easy to observe with the simple science granted it's miraculous science but the simple science of the creation of children okay you have a very healthy and strong female zygote i believe is the term for it the egg that comes together with a very healthy sperm. Another healthy thing. And when they combine with each other, it does not create a compromise. Okay. When a sperm and an egg come together, it is turns into a miraculous brand new creation that's never been seen before in the history of the world. When a woman. Brings her solid spirit and her solid ideas and her solid vision. And a man brings his solid ideas and solid vision. And as we enter each other's space and be in this safe and secure environment that could be called symbolically a womb, okay, where the whole body is built to keep it protected and warm, when a conversation takes place, where the spirit is present and both rejoice and are edified together, okay, it lends itself to one of the most beautiful experiences of what's called a team-based revelation. When the solutions and the bridges are as logical as Moses' idea to part the Red Sea, Okay? Parting the Red Sea is not a compromise of anything. Parting the Red Sea is just a miraculous solution that no human could have thought of. And when what we're looking for is his idea or my idea. We're stuck. If we're looking for, let's take his bag of Legos and my bag of Legos and see what we can build out of it, it will never be adequate. Okay, and then Satan starts to weave in fear, like we're never going to be able to connect on this. We're never going to be able to connect on this. We're never going to be able to build a bridge here. We're never going to find a solution to this. And then the spirit leads due to panic and fear and frustration and irritation. And so what we're doing with these levels is we're walking you through playing the piano so slowly, it doesn't even sound like a song yet. And you're over there plunking the keys and you're like, what's this supposed to even sound like? Okay, I'm just, I, what, where are we going with this? So what I'm trying to explain, I had one of the most amazing experiences. I had I'd grown up in Idaho. My father decided his job needed to take him to Utah as a sophomore in high school. And I'd been playing the violin through my elementary and junior high days, but in Idaho, in that area, uh, string instruments weren't a big deal, and so the high school orchestra at Highland High School in Idaho had six people in it, and a leftovers teacher, okay? Okay, so my first day in Utah, when my parents talked me into taking a class because they didn't want me to give up on my violin, I walk into this class, and there's 100 students in an orchestra, okay? There were 18 first violins. There were 18 second violins. There was a brass department. There was the woodwinds. There was timpani and a high school orchestra. I learned later that this teacher had been working since these kids were like pre-elementary school to build and build this into one of the best orchestras in the Western United States on a high school level. I'd gotten there just after their winter concerts, and he says, we're now gonna start getting ready for the spring competitions. And I'm like, okay, cool, I've been to competitions before. He goes over to a record player, pulls out of a vinyl record, puts it on the thing, and then he hands out this music that is completely Japanese and Chinese. It is like crazy. The song is like 20 minutes long. I'd never played a song before that was longer than three minutes or two minutes, okay? And he had us open the book. He says, Follow along. And he got up there and he started. It was the Philadelphia Philharmonic playing this crazy song. Okay. And I'm just going, What planet is this guy on? And as he's leading it, he saw, That is what we're going to sound like in four months. And he did it, he pulled it off. I've never seen anything like it. And, but that was I was a junior that year, so I got to do it for a whole nother year to enjoy being part of that and move my way up the violin orchestra sittings. What I'm trying to do with you, my friends, is I'm trying to see your relationship from a whole new view. I'm trying to help you see that we're not duct taping a broken airplane here. okay? We're not slathering mud on the bottom of a boat to keep it from sinking. We're introducing you to a born-again relationship approach, which has to be done differently from the very foundations. So if you go, I'm not sure what to do, I'm not sure what to do, I'm not sure what to do, just go all the way back to lesson one, do your marital mission statement again, review it, revise it, and then build some more. And then just build from there, and then build from there, and then build from there. It will never hurt to build again, to check the foundation. President Nilsson has been very clear on the importance of how worth it is to dig out the entire foundation of a temple and spend millions of dollars doing it so that it's strong enough for the future. Okay? You're amazing, courageous women. It's a pleasure to spend time with you. You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools, the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead, please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40 lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you'll find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be. Please, please study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.